them come. This is their fate. All right. All right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay. Here are my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Today, this week in general, since last Friday, has been a lot of news. We got the Tokyo Game Show. We had the State of Play that was announced. We had the um, Nintendo Direct. And we had plenty of stuff coming out of the Tokyo Game Show. Plenty of things being announced alongside of it. So we got a lot to talk about. And we're trying to get through it all. So I want to be quick about everything. But if we don't, we don't. <laughs> I ain't going to make no promises. But we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh but before we start, as usual, Jalen, Josh, uh, whichever one of you guys want to go first, let the people know how you're doing, where you're at in life, what you've been playing, give them the updates. Uh, yeah, this week's been um, pretty good for me. Uh, just doing a lot of stuff with the family, um, getting ready for uh, our new addition to the family. Um, still got a couple more weeks, but just yeah, getting ready, cleaning the house, um, shopping. Otherwise, nice. just um, I haven't played anything new. Just finished up the last season of Fortnite, so I can get all caught up. Uh, now that the new season has started, and uh, yeah, in general, I'm doing pretty good. Um, it's still hot out here, but I always got my air conditioning on. Yeah, I mean. It's Japan, so I expect mm-hmm. that. <laughs> and uh what about you, Jalen? What you been up to? What you been playing? Uh shoot. Everything been smooth my way. I just recently moved back to Chicago, started my first week of my real or uh big boy job. Big boy, Almost, you know job <laughs> big boy pants <laughs> on for this one. Uh, I wanted to say something different, but you know, <laughs> but um yeah, my big boy job. Uh, so everything been smooth. I ain't really been playing nothing new. I got a couple mm-hmm. things. I ain't going to say I'm super excited for it, but I am kind of looking forward to You know what I'm saying? Now that I'm out of school, um, I got my life back, kind of, I feel like. Um, but as far as, like, I've still been going crazy on Multiverse. Had a little equipment 15 seconds. We took the team out, boy. You feel me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um and then uh they 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 seen the clip man they they know what that clip was about bro stay straight cookage cook cook types and um that and I just I started playing well after I got settled in and stuff like that I was playing what's that game called uh Fallen Jedi so um been enjoying that and stuff so but yeah that's pretty much it I'm looking forward to going back and play it I had to I was like man I need to go play a game I ain't played before. Instead of going back to go play uh, Final Fantasy 13 again, because I almost cut that mug back on. Um, but I do want to try out uh, Pokemon Radical Red, too, though. It's like a little Fire Red mod. Um, I kind of want to play that. It says it's like a challenge and stuff like that. So I kind of want to check that out. So I'm going to check that out soon with my Steam Deck in here. You got a Steam Deck. No, I just. You said what? No, I ain't, ain't going to lie. I put a pre order on it, though. So. Oh, you did put a pre order on it? Yeah, I was like, I need one of little emulator boys. My PSP uh, days can need to come back. Maybe come back. I'm not just fine. Man, you can't play that multiverses on the go. But that's, that's no, that, that is that. A, um that is a solid device. If you truly want one, that would be the one I recommend anyway because um it's it's really it's really good. 
Um, yeah, Josh got three of them, so might as well get one. <laughs> he got bandos, even though he got that's, even that's though he bandos, got sweet, man. He got three of them. He thought he hold up, to, he hold up to his face. Let him know how it is out there. When <laughs> he just he just sit that one down and put the other one on top. He just use that as a stand. That's how many he got. But uh, man, the first one is for upstairs. The second one for downstairs. <laughs> Hey, that boy got two switches though, so you yeah, can't even. Right. You can't even think about what he got. His switches one, ain't even good. One of them for his left hand, one of his right hand. Yeah. He don't use it all. He said, "Nah, that's our left hand one. Give me the right hand. I need that one." <laughs> that's that's crazy. the one he used when he's trying to see color. <laughs> I want to see color today. <laughs> I don't see race. I see color. That's <laughs> but yeah, um, I ain't been doing much. I got back into um. I watched Cyberpunk's uh, Edge Runner, and I wanted to go do things in that game. I don't want to spoil nothing for nobody, but it's a really good show. So just go watch it. And um, I went back to playing Cyberpunk. I'm like, put like 15 hours in since um, last time. And I just went back to, uh, I started a new character um, and just been playing it again. I'm really enjoying it still. It's still a fun game. Now that I've seen the storyline, though, I'm not as invested. I don't like that. I wish I could play it with new eyes, with my you know fresh eyes versus, you know, you know the ones that I've already seen everything. So the dialogue ain't hitting like it's supposed to. And I feel like now the the conversations are just dragged out a little longer. But when the first play, I didn't feel that way. But now that I play it again, I'm like, skip ahead, bro. I ain't heard this. So, so now I'm doing that. Um, and I really, I don't know if I'm like, just, you know, already played it or if the dialogue isn't strong enough a second time around. I don't want to say that, but I still enjoy the game a lot. Still enjoying, you know, doing everything in it, doing all most of the side missions still. So I'm still enjoying it. But that's what I've been playing. I've been playing cyberpunk, you know, chilling with the kids, um, doing stuff, you know, with them and hanging out. But yeah, that's all I've been doing. Cyberpunk Edge Runner. Uh, definitely recommend uh, 9 out of 10 show. Definitely. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, but yeah, moving straight into it because we got to, it's been already six minutes. We got to get through a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I want to start with the Nintendo Direct simply because, Matt, yeah, I'm going to start with this Nintendo Direct because um, there was two shows that came out, State of the Play, Nintendo Direct. I like the Nintendo Direct um, slightly less than the State of Play. So, I mean, they both weren't the greatest um, to be honest, but there was some stuff that came out in both of them, and I'm just a little bit less excited for Zelda. It's just kind of blasphemy, in my opinion. I feel like I should be more excited for Zelda than I am for God of War, but it's just, you know, it's God of War. But I want to talk about this um, Nintendo Direct and kind of get your opinion, if you've seen it, Josh and Jalen, on what you guys kind of had a highlight for um, outside of Zelda. But because we're going to just talk about that in general. Uh, but yeah, Nintendo Direct. It started off. Mm, yeah, started off like it always starts off. Very slow. Not much there. And then it kind of finished <laughs> with a bang. Um, we saw the we saw the name. We saw it got the reveal for everything. Um, it's September. 
So I don't really know how to feel. It's not like it's June or ish. They kind of put these directs out a lot. These are like the, their new way of providing information. This to be along the sides of the Tokyo Game Show, I was expecting a little bit more announcements, a little bit more interesting things. I just didn't see that. I just saw a lot of updates about stuff we already knew about. Um, how did you feel about the Nintendo Direct, Josh or Jalen? How do you guys feel about like what they showed? I mean, I wasn't very much. I wasn't all that interested until the very end. So that's how. That's how yeah, I like you said, this is like a, just a random Nintendo Direct. I didn't expect anything from it. Uh, mm-hmm. And in my opinion, Nintendo like direct leaks are always wrong. Like I saw some people say some stuff that was going to come out, and all of it was wrong. Uh, anyways. Um, yeah, I wasn't really looking for nothing, and honestly, some of the games that they are showing, like, that come out soon, I, I'm not planning on getting. Like, I'm not going to get Pokemon, probably. Um, Kirby games are fine. I just don't really play them, but they announced, like, a new Kirby game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bayonetta, I am going to get, but I feel like that's, uh, I, I don't need to see any trailers of it, because it's, it's nah, just all about at this plays. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for me, I guess the the highlight by default is like Fire Emblem because like they always are like a, a a consistent quality that I enjoy. Um, mm-hmm. And this one's supposed to have like Mar- Martha in it or something like that. So we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Breath of the Wild was the the reason mm-hmm. to show up. Everything else was just like stuff that you could like you know announce it at a different time or something. Uh, not too necessary. Uh, and a lot of it, honestly, was just a bunch of third-party games that are coming out on the Switch, which I have no interest in. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I felt the same way. I felt like there was um, very lacking in like new stuff. Um, it just felt like there was a a lull of you know lackluster things. I mean, they they adding golf to Switch sports there. They gave a sneak peek of the booster course pass, and that's like courses from the. I think that's the mobile game, if I'm not mistaken. Then they were talking no, that's about the, um, Mario Kart Eight got like a whole year of new DLC, so oh. that's the next DLC. Okay, so I was thinking that they were bringing over maps from the um, mobile game, but I guess I'm yeah. There are, some of them are from the mobile game, some of them are from the Wii game, and older stuff. Oh, okay. anyways, it's just a it's a bunch of old maps that they're updating for uh eight. Okay, understood, uh, and that's where I was kind of left with it. Um, and then they had uh Octopath. I think that's the trailer for Octopath Tra- Traveler two. Uh, Pikmin four was um announced. I never was a Pikmin guy, so um, yeah, it just wasn't really that much. I ain't gonna hold you. And I thought they could have done a little bit more to kind of get people excited. Um, the Splatfest they announced there too. I'm just, I know that game's doing major, like incre- incredibly well. But the, you know, the um, the signs of lack of infrastructure are showing, where people are complaining about the disconnect, the the, the disconnects and the the connections. And um, I just was like, I kind of ruled it out at that point. I was like, I'm just not interested in you know experiencing on this console and i just kept it that way 
honestly, I, I, I would really love to play Splatoon 3 and like really get into it again. But I just think it's um, it's just not there yet for me. So hopefully at some point I can, you know, give it a shot. But I'm, I just I'm not in the mood to pay $60 for something that um, I might not enjoy the experience altogether. So um, Xenoblade got their new um, you know, wave two of their expansions um of stuff like that they're going to be adding um honestly it's more of the same so i mean xenoplay was a, I, I guess it was well um received so hopefully that's uh good but yeah man <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty bad to be honest i thought it was um it was just a run-of-the-mill um, situation remaster for Tales of a Symphon- S- Symphonia. Is it Symphonia? Is that yeah. the okay? Tales of Symphonia. Yeah. yeah, for me, that's that's also kind of like a, a good example of the quality of the directors because, like, that that came out on the GameCube like exclusive, and then they remade it or re released it like two years ago on PS4, and now it's just now getting coming out on the switch it's like i don't think there's anybody that has a switch that's still waiting to play that game <laughs> yeah because they already would have bought it on ps4 <laughs> yeah i mean i got it on this i got it on the deck and you know and i'm just like i'm fine on any most of that stuff and it runs well on there and i just don't have an issue playing it through there so yeah um they did steal something that i was pretty like i don't like this so golden eye is getting like a remake 4k resolution not remake but a remaster and they're getting just getting upgraded it's not really going to be like a super remaster it's kind of like an upgrade but their online version is only dedicated to the switch i was just like ill um i was i did play golden eye not that much but i played enough of it to know what it is about and i just thought it's coming to Game Pass. I understand that it was published on Nintendo 64. Um, but just the fact that they're like slocking the online experience to a terrible console like the Switch for online experiences. I'm not saying that the console itself is terrible, but this online experience for it is terrible. To lock it to that is kind of like, ew. So. I didn't like that that came out of there, but I mean, at least we know that it's being remastered. Um, but yeah, it was just a lot of, yeah. um, you know. I have to check, but I think um, it's it's not, it's partly developed in some way by Nintendo because they, they have mm-hmm. like the, the emulator for it. And so that's why they have the online going on. But yeah, it, it felt like that's something that could have just been available for everybody because yeah. like that's kind of the point of remastering it to have <laughs> yeah. more people, people play it, play it. <laughs> so they want you to play only gonna let you do local co-op local, local multiplayer and not online even though it probably has the ability to do so it's just that it's locked behind sony i mean blocked behind nintendo so yeah, bad taste in your mouth, but I don't really care, I guess, that much. It's a very old game, but if they're going to be doing, like, a remaster, I would like to see that, you know, experience for everybody, but, you know, 
it is what it is at this point. They had to have some type of exclusivity of it, and maybe that's the only way that the deal got done for it to be remastered. But um, I thought it wasn't owned by Nintendo. I thought they just published it, but maybe they have some type of rights where they have like a little bit more say-so, supposedly. But yeah, you know, new, new stuff, new Nintendo stuff. Very lackluster. I mean, that's how I'm going to wrap it up. I don't really got much else to say on it. It was a lackluster event, but we did get Zelda. And Zelda ain't lackluster. I'm, it's, it's, that's, that's just what it is. It's a really cool game, and I'm really excited to actually play it. I just wish they had, like, a new system. Um, I mean, that's not... I would prefer to play this game on a new system. I wouldn't, I don't like that it's becoming more expensive, but it's using the same hardware. Um, uh, I could see the, the cutbacks in the vision for the, for the ability for it to run well. Like this is a big world. It looks huge. And I can already see the cutbacks because of, you know, it being huge, you know, like when he's in the sky, when he's diving, going back to the big world, like there's literally a world on top of a world. Um, and I can tell that I can tell. I mean, I can tell where they have to like be get creative for it to run exceptionally on this council. Oh, I, I guess. What did you get from the trailer? Uh, if you if you've seen it, Josh or Jalen, um, what did you guys get from the trailer? In regards to like quality of style, um, uh, I don't know. For me personally, I it was a very short trailer, so I, I didn't get much out of it. Other than there, they want to emphasize like this is a continuation of the story, but it's going to be different somehow. Um, I never personally expected it to be different than breath of the wild just breath of the wild with like um new with a new map uh because that's always how they do their like zelda sequels it's like they it's it's a similar environment or similar mechanics but uh, they add a lot of new story and like uh content and stuff like that so um yeah i think the world is going to be the same i'm um, it is going to be on the Switch and like stuck to the Switch's performance, unfortunately. But I think it's just going to be the best that the Switch can do. Uh, they did a pretty, in my opinion, they did a pretty good job at making it run well when it came out originally. And I think they'll at least hit that target. Um, and, and like you said, as long as they're smart about like loading or, or whatever, I don't think it should be a problem. Um, no, and the I word is already like big enough. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that that's what I'm... I don't think that is the case. Like, stylistically, I think they can nail it based off of that. I just know that there's, like, peaks and valleys when they're, like, overseeing those big, uh, like, those big, large views. I can see where there's, like, you know, a strategic place fog and, like, strategically placed um dots for like the trees and what it looks like versus actually being there and like being able to render it because of the lack of power on the system. I just like that. I love that world a lot. And I liked how, how cool and, and like open it was, but I would love to see it in like a higher resolution with better, you know, visuals on screen 
Um, it doesn't have to be because their games aren't meant for that. But just to have like a clearest picture, it, it would be nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was the highlight. That is why we went. That's why we looked, checked in on this Nintendo Direct. That's why we're talking about it. Because honestly, if that wasn't there, there would be nothing to really talk about. Um, GoldenEye isn't big enough. There's Bayonetta we already knew about. They put a big, pretty large trailer out in regards to it, but we knew much. We already know how Bayonetta is going to play. We don't need to know more about details. They, I mean, they're trying to captivate a new audience, so they had to put out that story trailer about what was happening and where she's at now. But honestly, that's not a big draw for them. The, the story is never going to be a big draw for Bayonetta. You have to... You know, you have to actually love that gameplay to actually even enjoy it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that's all I got on this Nintendo Direct. Anything, final words, anything that y'all uh, saw or, or thought about as we were talking through this Nintendo Direct before we move on to that state of play? Uh, No, but like, I, I'm glad that uh, Zelda is coming out. Hopefully actually hits his release date next year um because i personally i feel like and a lot of people feel like it's kind of like the end of the switch uh, we'll see yeah. when nintendo actually is gonna like come out with their new hardware but yeah i feel like uh like you said it's personally i don't have a big interest in those games and it's kind of just the performance it's not that i hate those games it's just i don't want to invest in them or play them on that system that much yeah yeah, I mean, it's yeah. really holding it back. It's really holding them back creatively. So it's it's really hard to to say um, on um, whether or not it's the right move to allow people to have the system now to continue to play or to make allow people the opportunity and just design two versions of the game, which I don't see an issue with. They did it for the first one. It was on a Wii U and a Switch. I don't see why they couldn't do a Switch Pro and a Switch version. So... Yeah, no, I, I just second that. Um, I mean, I remember thinking about like the switch and stuff. I feel like it was like I don't know the exact release date, but I remember I got my switch in like 2017, and then um, I know Zelda was like a launch, or I think it was a, yeah, it was a launch title. It was a launch um, title. Yeah, I mean they got that, and they got Zelda coming out in what May 23. So it's like, I mean, you know, the console hitting at least like six years and stuff like that. And we seen how the first one ran in a battery and all that type of stuff. How it tag how the first one taxed the battery, mm-hmm. the rent like the resolution, all that type of stuff. So I was kinda hoping that either A, the game would have came out sooner, or B, they would have, you know what I'm saying, had some new hardware or something that they was gonna like come out with and maybe had that one be like a, a new launch title because the game beautiful and it's like a you know, it's a, it's like one of the coldest games on the Switch, and I mean, one of the best games that I've played personally. But yeah, to see that is like limited to like the hardware to Switch, and y'all gonna make something better six years, and it's still on that same console that it couldn't even handle the first one that came out. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So, I mean, you know, we're gonna see like some performance issues, whether it's resolution, frame rate. You know what I'm saying? Pop in, that type of stuff. But, I mean, I'm still looking forward to the game and stuff like that. And I kind of got the same feelings on that direct. I just, you know, I ain't watched it. I just ran through the little synopsis or something. You know what I'm saying? Like on Polygon or something. Uh, But, yeah. Yeah, I I think that's the key. It's just kind of giving them the 
the space. I think they what they're going to probably end up doing is it, it still doesn't. It didn't look any better. Like when they showed Splatoon three, it looks far better than Splatoon two did on the same console. So and they use certain techniques and things like that to kind of get it that way. I don't see them not. I don't see them not imploring those like exploring those options on on this game because this is probably one of their biggest games period on like ever made so um i would i would expect that stuff to kind of follow suit so hopefully by the time launch comes around it's looking a lot better it's looking a lot less you know like a lot of better sharp edges the work the world is a little bit more detailed and they have optimized it properly to run well um and i don't expect them to not do that this is zelda but at the same time they did that on the first game and they kind of fell short in some areas so i'm just hoping that um with the time with the switch and the ability to really hone its skills that maybe it's a better um experience overall um but man hopefully in by march we hearing about the switch pro and it's gonna launch ex- together and i'm like great because then i can get rid of this one and get the new one um and i would because it's been that long you know <laughs> when you, you kind of put it in perspective it's been like almost six years so it's been a long time i don't think people are hurting i know they just did that oled and maybe that's the re- the secondary inter- you know entry but maybe they just don't feel like it's it's best to put out another one so close to that oled coming out but that skew is long gone and nobody cares about now. So I need more power. So hopefully we get it moving on because I didn't want to stick on that that long state of play. Um, the state of play came out. I want to say, I don't remember the date now. Uh, I think it was 13th, it was 13th, 13th. Um, state of play came out. <sighs> another one of those situations now (laughs) i was a little bit more excited about this one because of certain games like at least two games caught three three games caught my attention um and i'm pretty sure everybody probably had the same games because it's it's not much that was there if you watched this whole thing through but um tekken 8 was announced and it looked really good. It, 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 everybody wants to flex the muscles now. They had a big one of those, you know, those slow mo shots on uh, <laughs> on my man's muscles, and I was just like, "Bro, why? Why is that so cool right now?" But it's cool, I suppose. Um, but the game looked it fun. It looked it. It looked like a better. It looked like, a, like an upgrade. It looked it like it was supposed to look. Like Tekken Eight is supposed to look. I just hope it's not you know hindered by the i think 20 and the tekken 7 on the xbox i think it's stuck at like 920p or something like that um but hopefully this one is a full-fledged updated series x vibe type of um launch and tekken 8 um i always enjoy tekken since tekken 3 so yeah, I'm, I'm looking really, I'm really looking forward to this. Not more than Street Fighter, of course, but I'm, I'm always excited for these fighting games, even though I don't give them much time. I enjoy to watch other people that are good at these games play. So it's cool there. Uh, so Tekken 8 was one of my highlights. Um, if Josh or Jalen, you watched it, what was one of you guys' highlights from this um, state of play? If you watched it, of course. Or saw something. Nothing. 
no, uh, God of War. Um, honestly, nothing else there actually was that interested me. Tekken Eight looks good. Uh, I just don't personally play Tekken, and I'm not gonna mm-hmm. play Tekken Eight. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I actually don't remember what else was there. Yeah, um, it wasn't much. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I didn't give y'all guys a lot to work with there. I mean, I took already took take. It was like a Street Fighter trailer there, right? I uh, I believe I don't I don't believe so. No, um, it wasn't oh, Street okay. Fighter. It was a Street Fighter there. It, it must have been like uh, before. It yeah. was separate from the event, but it was on the same day. Yeah, something like yep, 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 yep. So there's a lot of stuff came out with Street Fighter too, um, but nah, nothing there. Um, yeah, well, I guess anything from you, Jalen, before I move into God of War or this other thing I like? Nah, I ain't, I ain't really care nothing from the state of boy. That's that's totally fine. It wasn't, like I said, you're right. There's nothing much to be missed. Um, I enjoy Rise of Ronin. Rise of Ronin was another one of those games where... It's technically kind of like Ghost of Tsushima, but it has a little bit... It's about a Team Ninja. Uh, it's an action RPG. Um, it's coming out 2024, so we don't have no... It's not coming out no time soon, but um, it was very much so like... It seemed like it was going to be a more polished experience, more traditional experience, I guess, when it comes to the Ronin. Um, I obviously go to Shoshima was around the samurai, uh, Ronin was a little bit different, uh, but it's going to be around that time and like, um, it's going to take place Open in world that. Neo. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it seems like it's going to be, uh, a fun experience, hopefully. Um, and I'm looking forward to that, but then we also got, you know, more information about Stellar Blade, which is that Project Eve. Yeah, they the, the fan service is all over the place in that game, but I mean that's Bayonetta too. Uh but it looks like it's gonna have some cool at least um mechanics and fighting like fighting mechanics. It looks like Devil May Cry ish kind of gameplay. So I was looking forward to that, or at least it got on my radar that's a little a, bit more. Uh um, that's a skip for me though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it might be good, Josh. You got you can't you can't just drop it like that. You gotta keep at least at least give it an opportunity to change your mind. But yeah, it's too much. It's a lot of fan service. I ain't gonna hold you. But it's it still at least looked uh looked intriguing enough. At least they had cutscenes that looked like they actually Yeah, the graphics are good and the combat like effects and stuff look good. Yeah, the uh, mocap doesn't look terrible. Nothing else doesn't look good. Just, yeah, I mean, no, 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 no. The story ain't gonna be that great. I'm, I'm pretty sure, but at least they have uh, a focus, and at least the combat looks intriguing enough. And like some of the character design was funny to me, especially the older guy, the wise old man, um, and stuff like that. So I want to see what it's gonna be about, um, and I might that might be something that's going to continue to stay on my radar up into release. If it falls off because of lack of gameplay and just playing Bayonetta three and it's just being better then so be it. But, um, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, that, uh, stellar blade, which is like, again, that project Eve. Um, but outside of that, it was really God of war. Everything else was just, hogwash and then 
And then they really just made me mad because they can't. Sony cannot not make somebody mad. It's like every chance they get, they make people mad. What made me mad and may not make most people mad, but I just hate the fact that they're literally taking the Hogwarts Legacy game and they're freaking doing their exclusive stupid quest stuff in that game. And it's the um the Haunted Hogsmaids like quest. It's a quest line in a game, and obviously in a game that's going to be uh, available on multiple consoles, but or in um, systems. But they wanted something exclusive to make you incentivize you to play on their console, just like Trash Marvel Avengers when they said Spider Man was going to be only there, and then he came out and he was sorry. Um, <laughs> Hogwarts Legacy. Hopefully, it's not the same. It looks like this quest line is actually going to be interesting and cool to play through. So now I got to play it on this stupid PlayStation I don't even like. And I'm just kind of annoyed because it works. And it's like, y'all do this stuff and then complain about Microsoft taking their stuff away. Like, bro, shut up. You're a hypocrite. So I just, I just, it really put like a bad taste in my mouth. It was really annoying. And it always, they always do something like this. So yes, if you want to play the complete experience of Hogwarts Legacy, you're going to have to play it on PlayStation. If you don't care about this quest line and it's not that big of a deal and the content's not that interesting to you, but any Hogwarts, any any fan of Harry Potter probably going to want to play the whole entirety of the game and what they have to offer. So this might be a selling point for some. It's a selling point for yeah, me. Because, and you're, yeah, and you're getting less of the game. It's not even like they get just, the DLC first. Like, yeah. you know, you get to play it early or something like that. No, you just don't get the best version of the game. And it's kind of like... It, like you said, it works because like Destiny One, everybody played it on PlayStation because if you Got played it on Xbox, yeah, a whole it's a whole year of content that you're missing. And yep. unfortunately, with a lot of games, nobody's gonna play it after a year. Like they're gonna play it on PlayStation when it come out, and then never go back to it. So I don't know. It, it kind of ruins um, that other version of the game, like Call of Duty. Nobody's gonna play Call of Duty in a year because another call of duty is going to be out and they're also going to have playstation exclusive content and it's 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 annoying mm-hmm. both companies do it to be fair but like you said when they sony starts complaining about fairness and stuff like that they they've never cared about that before and it, it's hypocritical <laughs> it's super hypocritical especially when like you like you said they're taking literally they they're piecing the game they're taking parts of the game out of it and keeping it for themselves like they literally did that with Marvel Avengers, and now they're doing it with Hogwarts Legacy. And it's rather annoying. But um, it's not all bad news coming out of PlayStation Camp, unfortunately. It's um, God of War Ragnarok <laughs> story trailer. <laughs> it won my heart again. As soon as I saw that, I said, ugh. And I saw the story trailer, and I said, oh my god, these are why they the best. Uh, but God of War is Ragnarok's trailer was everything that it needed to be at this moment it engaged the audience it allowed people to get some mystery and it allowed people to see truly the key moments that they all been asking for obviously got uh kratos fighting thor um it showed the storyline of what we're going to be experiencing secrets to be had the realms we're going to be exploring the different types of 
you know, places we're going to go, the things we're going to fight, the variety and enemies. Like, it hit everything that it was supposed to hit. They, like, basically shut up everybody that had a problem with this game and said it's going to be DLC. It seems as if they're actually trying to provide a better experience overall, much more content, and variety. Um, like I said, it was everything that this trailer needed to be, it hit. And it was it was it was it was amazing, man. I ain't gonna hold you. I was really like smiling ear to ear from beginning to end. Um and I I truly enjoy it. I'm so excited for this game now. I mean, that just threw it over the top. I was already excited because I just know this this is probably gonna be one of the best games this generation. Um and I just know that for a fact at this point. Um, only thing that can go wrong is they try to pull some Last of Us. <laughs> if they try to pull some Naughty Dog Last of Us Part Two stuff, and they just they 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 pull a gimme on you, and you're not actually playing with Kratos the whole time, and you you gotta play with somebody else. Maybe maybe I mean, it'd be a it. good time to kill Kratos in the sequel. And no, this would be a good time to kill Kratos. I just don't think they're gonna do it. Um, I think that this is uh this is he's too big of a character right now and I think he has plenty of range in this story to continue to go. But yes, this would be the time. And they kind of hinted at it when he's like he was talking about Death's story and he's like Death he has to earn it um and all that stuff and who's going to be looking out for you and Blase Blase when you know Loki was talking to him or his son was talking to him um but yeah it was uh, quite the showing, the God of War trailer. It was quite the showing. That was like, it made the whole thing worth it. I was like, so you don't miss. Because literally, it was that good. So, y'all know where I sit. Where do y'all sit with this God yeah, of War uh, trailer? I'm excited for the DLC. Um, hopefully, <laughs> it's... Uh, hopefully they <laughs> offer a, a nice discount when I play it on the PS4. Uh, <laughs> you you play it on the PS4? Oh, yeah, you know, I got to get that PS4 version. Uh, cinematic 30 FPS. Uh, <laughs> but no, nah, it's pro. at least you got the pro. <laughs> um, it looks good. Uh, I'm excited for it. God of War is, is like a, a weird place because like the story is the strongest part, so I don't want to see all of the story. But they they show some nice moments. It didn't it didn't seem like they spoiled too much or anything no, like that. Did. But they show some nice moments. Uh, for me, I like the God of War. I, I like God of War um, a lot, mm-hmm. but like since I played it recent, its shortcomings I feel like are more recent in my mind, and it was just like about repetitiveness and like. Uh, mm-hmm. gameplay i know they got some gameplay traders and stuff out it doesn't seem too different it yeah. you know some improvements on what what's already there i'm just hoping that uh the rest of the game is and not to say like uh the rest of the game wasn't the same quality but like if the story was a 10 the gameplay wasn't a 10 for me in the first game and mm-hmm. I, i'm hoping that they can they can get both uh a 10 for me um but it, it's more of just a wait and see since it comes out um, pretty soon. Yeah, 
pretty soon, man. I think I said I took some time off. I said, yes, sir, I'm going to. Um, and it falls really close to a, a holiday, I think, if I'm not mistaken. It's November, right? Yeah, it's like a, it's a, it's something day. Uh, Labor Day? No. Oh, probably Labor Day. Yeah. yeah. It's probably Labor Day. I think it's Labor Day. Um, so yeah, I got, you know, day off in that's plus that. Took some time. So I was like, Labor yes. Day. yeah, it's Labor Day. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited. Like for real. I mean, I couldn't be more excited for this stupid game and, um, yeah, I'm ready for it. Uh, I think they are doing a great job of <laughs> like obviously Jim Jim Ryan is Jim Ryan and Sony is Sony, but you can't just you can't deny it, man. I just you can't deny that they make great games. You can't deny that they make a polished, they, you know, a full fledged game. You just can't deny it, but they suck. they robbing you, but. Yeah, that money is going somewhere useful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to that R R that that research and development the R and D. It's going to the AR the you know the uh, the talent acquisition. It's going to the right places. Like they're smart about what they do, and that's why it works. It's just that they. It, I wish their customer service was like at the level of what they try to do for their game and publishing. Like it's just not there. Um, we all heard about the whole. Um, well, let me before I before I kick that in their face too. Anything um, on uh, Ragnarok, Jalen? Did you see the trailer? No, nah, I ain't even. I ain't even a fan of God of War. I never played one of them guys. <laughs> <sighs> Sacrilege! Look, he he is not the average. PlayStation customer guys, I don't even know why he got loyalty to them people. Well, he don't. Actually. I never said I got. Yeah, uh, yeah. I what. guess he don't. He just plays Square in this game, so he it just happened to be. He was Square Enix fan. Nah, 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 nah. Square Enix man. Who got Final Fantasy Paradise? All right. I gonna keep throwing out my face. Who got Shadow Paradise? But you bought Kingdom Hearts four times. Stop playing with me. All right. You play Final Fantasy how many times, man? How many Final Fantasies you gonna play, man? I don't play them I play games. Like of them. Yeah, you love that Final Fantasy. I don't. I, they I got, think it's they cool. got coming out with 16, and I played half of them. <laughs> nice try. Yeah, well, first off, the <laughs> older games, nobody played. Nobody played until 7, truly. I played the older ones. You played past, you played past 7? I thought you said you didn't. I played... I ain't beat them, but I played one and two. Yeah, okay. I played a little bit of them on the and iOS. And what made you play? I played half play. I wanted to see what it was, but they was they was trash. Exactly. Um, I played I played four. I played seven. Mm-hmm. I played ten. I played twelve, and I played thirteen and fifteen. Yeah, you played fifteen. I'm like, what you talking about? Don't don't, don't try to lead it out. Then you play Type Zero. I mean, if you want to count spinoffs, yeah, I play some. Of them. <laughs> I but you playing spinoffs? But, but you playing uh, what you call it? Paradise, what? Stranger Paradise. I know because that one has the mechanics I enjoy in it. It's it's a it's a loot based game with. Action. Y'all don't let him fool y'all. He beat Final Fantasy X. <laughs> he beat he beat fifteen. He playing Bro, Paradise of the Stranger. I played Final Fantasy X in like twenty twenty. 
I played. Yeah, I know you remember you 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 lost to the the mana machine or something, and then forgot to save, and then came back. (laughs) He forgot. Put it down and came back. That's how much the game had to hold him. He came back and played. Yeah, lost like three hours of uh playtime. Yeah, all right. You still beat fifteen after you went to that again. two hour dungeon and hit a hit a pole and had to do it all over again. Hey, I knew you were gonna pull that out. I was like, I hope you pull that card up. I got something just for you. I'm not just, like, I'm not just yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um anyways, uh what are we talking about le- legacies and loyalties to companies. Um Oh yeah, so still go uh, playing God of War. It's incredible. Uh, I think it's gonna be great, and I'm going to buy it. Uh, but uh, Sony had their um, Sony did some podcast or whatever talking about VR, and they were talking about how the older games aren't going to work with the VR too. And people were kind of justifying and saying, "Oh, that's common in VR headsets and things like that." And I'm just like, "How is that common? Like I've never seen the Steams." VR headsets not work with other, you know, stuff. So I'm just trying to get confused on why they say it's common. Uh, It's happened before, but to say it's common is is cap. And it shouldn't be common because it's like, oh, yeah, the first generation of Oculus uh, wasn't necessarily compatible with the next generation. But I'm like, that's the problem. And that's something that they solved. That's why the quest was... Uh, popular because it could play the Rift games, it could play the Quest games, and then the Quest 2, you could play all of those games. So it's like, yeah, it's if this is your first VR headset, then and going, you know, maybe you have issues with compatibility. But like the first one came out a generation ago, and since then, Oculus has figured it out, Valve has figured it out because like people pointed out the uh index or even just steam it supports every uh headset and like you have no problems with compatibility unless your like headset is like seven years old so i don't i this is like i understand it's new technology mm-hmm. but since sony are the ones making it they could have solved it if they wanted to and they just didn't want to so that's why it is what it is yeah, I just think it's really stupid to now have two different headsets that work for the same system because you, the other ones aren't compatible with the new system headset. I just think that's strange. I thought that would be like a common thing if if the console itself, because you can use the PSVR with the PlayStation 5, if, if you can use it with that one, what is the difference? Because the system is technically running the VR. All you're doing is pushing it to the to the, the new system, I was just like, I'm super confused on why people were like, oh, that's just common. I'm like, huh? You didn't change through the change and between the systems. It didn't, it was compatible, but the change on the headset yeah. is the problem? That's interesting. So Yeah, they're saying it's the controllers and stuff like that, but I'm like, even like Nintendo, like, <laughs> they would have compatibility with most with systems. Them. Yeah. Like you go from the Wii to the Wii U, and like all the old controllers are compatible, or they update the tracking on like the what was the enhanced nun the Wii nunchuck thing, Jayla? Um, the Wii the Wii 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 Remote Plus. Yeah, yeah. Even with that, like supported all the old stuff, and they changed how that stuff worked. I mean, it's it's I I know it might not have been easy, but like it's a weak excuse to say like 
it's a different system, so they shouldn't have to um, do it. Yeah, I agree, and that's why I was kind of like, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not giving them no bail for that. It's still a sucky situation, and plus, if I really invested in PlayStation VR and thought that that was a good thing, and that now all of these games you gave me for free, I have to hold on to this old VR system plus new VR system just to play the newer stuff that you're providing. It just seems like like a lot of weight. Oh yeah. And one thing I want to point out is like Resident Evil Seven uh, could be played with like the VR, but you can also play it with the VR headset with the controller. So there oh. should be no reason why you can't play that. Play their the old games with the controller, or like yeah, because it you have the headset on, but you're using a DualShock controller to move. Yeah. So to, for them to say it's incompatible with everything, that means that they just didn't even try to go through and like test. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's another Sony move. That's what I expected from them. They kind of are that company now. They wrote they they wear the badge with honor. Um, honestly, they 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 just they just don't care about those types of representation and their and their and stuff like that. They just don't they don't care about the, their their rep when it comes to those small minuscule things that they consider small and minuscule, but there's plenty of times where they've been caught in a lie. They've done things where they've tried to change stuff where now they're only selling the $550 bundle in the U S even though how do you have plenty of consoles for the bundle, but don't have the consoles to stay pay to pay to use standalone. Like how do you, how can you have plenty of PlayStation fives for the bundle version, but no PlayStation fives just to be on its own when literally the difference between the two is that you're adding a digital copy of a game versus not. So their tactics are trash. They are a terrible company when it comes to a lot of like their, 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 their um, customer service, but can't deny those games. Just like Nintendo. I don't like Nintendo either, but, um, but you can't deny them games. So that's all you're going to have to tuck it up to. Uh, and that is what it is. I don't want to spend too much time on this. So any wrapping wrap up thoughts on PlayStation and state of play, anything like that before we move on? Uh, no, um, that's all for me. All right. Well, next thing I want yeah, to talk about. Oh, okay. Well, the next thing that I wanted to, uh, to mention or talk about or discuss, was the Tokyo Game Show? It was a lot there, so I kind of want to break it down into like mm, stuff that was important. Um, it's too much to talk about the whole thing. Like honestly, Tokyo Game Show was just a lot, but there was a lot of things there that was at least shown. A lot of stuff that came out that was announced, and um, I know Sony, Microsoft had like a like a showing there, but it wasn't great. So um, I wasn't. I didn't really care about it. Um, about their little um showcase um but i did care about some of the stuff that that was kind of come out in like soon um and it's funny how this wulong fallen dynasty 26 minutes of ps5 demo gameplay but we know this is coming to game pass um but first i wanted to start with wulong because it was probably the more interesting thing that came out of it um plus that is being that it's going to be on game pass it's uh it's easily accessible and it's going to be coming out soon. So, uh, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. I mean, it's, it's a, it, I believe it's a, 
Was it Tecmo? Is it Tecmo? Uh, it's yeah, it's Team Ninja again. Oh, it's Team Ninja again. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought that was yeah. They got a couple games in development. Oh, yeah, it's from Team Ninja, known for Ninja Guide and stuff. Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Um, but so this one, <laughs> I don't know. It seems as if it's like a Sekiro where you have like these the glowing. They have literally like the glowing indicator when you're getting somebody weak enough to kind of break their stance. And it has the stance um, radar. It has the it basically is a clone of Sekiro. I don't know how good it is, um, but it literally has a lot of the same similar mechanics where if you break their stance, they pretty much have the you have the ability to just kill them in one hit. Um, a lot of the fights are the. Um, single hand fights are more intimate. It's not as if you have the ability to kill more than one person. They have the lock on system. So you want to be fighting them one-on-one. Um, and I don't know if they have like a (laughs) mechanic where you die and come back to life. I would hope not, but that's just like blatantly stealing. But, um, it is, it is, it is that type of game. Um, I know me, you, and Josh played Sekiro. I don't know if I'm interested in, and I just beat Sekiro. I, 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 I like the boss fights were crazy. Uh, I haven't seen any boss fights for long just yet, but it's a, it's basically like Neo right now with, you know, those those hints of Sekiro, but then it also has this um, overarching like feel of Sekiro. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what to think of this game. I think it would be interesting to play. I think if they continue to make this same type of game, it's going to be a problem. Like, I don't want this game to feel exactly like Rise of Ronin. I'm kind of interested in seeing what they make how they make it different because it looks a lot similar in the flash and the style um and the aesthetic so yeah team ninja is at work but are they at work at the wrong thing so i didn't actually put in an effort to make games interesting or are they just copy and pasting over and over again and that's where my concern lies um it looks smooth it looks fluid it looks um like Neo, but um, is that enough? Is that enough to get people interested? Um, especially when it's already coming to Game Pass for, for you know, it's coming into Game Pass day one and the PlayStation 5 version will not be. So I just want to see what, what what it looks like. I don't, I don't want this to be one of those throwaway type games because it's coming to Game Pass and it's not going to be interesting. And they copy a bunch of mechanics and it's just boring. Um, but yeah, that's my thoughts on Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a lot, it's, but, but yeah. No, I mean, that's fair. I feel similar with Team Ninja. I like um, the Ninja Gaiden games a lot. And I think that they, they were very, you know, character action and it was very difficult but it was still very fun um and since then uh like the dark souls games have come along and they've kind of like changed how people think of difficulty it's not just about the boss being 
super fast and you can't respond to it in time it, it more patterns to like recognize and stuff like that and Sekiro was pushing the limit but I feel like it for me eventually it got there where I could learn the patterns um co- comfortably and still be able to react to like a very fast paced game um with Team Ninja, I'm hoping at least that they can find that balance because it's not just about it being hard, but it, it but I mean, it can be unfair at sometimes, but it ha it, I don't know, it's a weird balance of it. It has to be difficult, fair, and but still very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's just like unbalanced and super hard, like I'm I'm going to bounce off of it. So we'll see. Um, I I will say like. I I kind of like Sekiro because it has like a sort of fantasy element to it. Um, I don't really like the more historical, you know, <laughs> Dynasty Warriors type stuff where this is like real history, uh, but you're just gonna be fighting like uh, strong people. Yeah. Um, so we'll we'll see. I think they're um, like you said, it's gonna be on Game Pass. I might check it out, but uh, I got iffy history Team Ninja, so. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, what would they have to do, honestly, to kind of make the game worthy of our time? Like, I I mean, flashiness, coolness, speed of fight, it's fine. But what is the true draw? Because, I mean, there's a there's a there's a reason why they, you know, from software can use the same formula in a lot of different ways and still be successful because they kind of change up the gameplay with a mechanic in the game. Like Neo was different because it had that pool system where you had to draw back health and you could not regen unless you cleanse yourself. So it was like an interesting mechanic of, of, of risk reward. Um, same thing with Sekiro, um, same thing with Bloodborne and where you had to literally, you know, you have to hit people to get your health back or you can try to, you know, stand back in your blood vials. They didn't regenerate and a lot of mechanics of no, 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 no guarding and stuff like that. I just don't like when games blatantly copy another and they don't add an element of like different, like a, like a different element. Yeah. I'm trying to figure For me, out if it's going to be Sekiro, like if it's going to be Sekiro, like the pairing has to be like, on point because that was what made Sekiro like the best because like a lot of games you can block and parry and stuff like that but it was just so it was flashy but still like easy and fluid to pull off um so that made it a good balance because if it was just like no it's super hard and you gotta be perfect like Street Fighter then like you know like a lot of games do that and it's not that interesting uh but it, it has to be fun but still like I said, challenging. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I, I don't know if this game is going to have that. I think it's kind of too, it's not too focused. You know how like Sekiro was really, really focused, like certain weapon. That's it. You like, you don't oh, yeah, have it's only one weapon. <laughs> yeah. It's only, you don't have no yeah. variety and they hone in on that. This isn't that this has plenty of weapons, different types of weapons, the abilities and things like that. I don't see them. Um, I don't see them being able to hone an in to make people play in a, in a certain way, or at least even have the same type of experience. So it has to, you know, really focus on 
creating some variety elsewhere. And, and I think they're going to just fall heavy on the, the weapons and the type of style you can play and the customization there. And I just don't find that enjoyable. Like Neo wasn't that great for me. Um, after Neo one, Neo two was just not fun. So I don't know if this is going to be another one of those, or if it's going to truly have something that really makes it fun. Um, so that's, that's my worry. Um, but it was the probably the the better showing of a game at Tokyo Game Show because it just had such a, a long presence there and I was able to see a lot of it and um I thought it was really cool in that way. Um but yeah. We'll see. Um are you interested in another Sekiro type game, Jalen? Yeah, if they if they bring Sekiro, another one, I'd be I'd be signing me up. But like you said, if it's just gonna be a copy and it ain't adding nothing new to the table and stuff like that, then I mean, I I I, I at least look into it. Mm-hmm. But again, if it's just gonna be a copy, not really bringing nothing to the table, stuff like that, then I have to like uh, reconsider it ever. So um, yeah, I just yeah, don't. What's going on? Yeah, I just don't feel like it's. Um... It has to have something, you know, I think I think that's really key. Um, and right now, I don't feel like it's going to have that spark that's going to really make it shine like that. I think it's going to just fall. I, I, I don't want to say it's going to be a bad game. I just don't think it's going to be a great game. So and I, I don't know, maybe maybe people are just I always want to strive to be unique, um, but and Team Ninja had like this weird, interesting, unique formula to itself. It was just, or maybe I just never noticed that it, it kind of did the same thing. Maybe I just never noticed. Maybe I thought Ninja Gaiden was different, but maybe it was just a sped up um, version of um, Tenchu. I don't know, but maybe. But that was, wasn't that Team Ninja 2, Tenchu? Or was that a different one? Uh, that was from somewhere. Oh, that was from where? From software. Dark Souls. Really? Tenchu? Yeah, because Sekiro was Tenchu, but they said they added too many mechanics that they named it something else. But it was literally Tenchu because they got the IP for it. Interesting. I didn't know that. That was very interesting. But yeah, um... Yeah, I just think maybe it was a sped up Tenchu. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think Ninja Gaiden had made a name for itself and it did really well for itself. And it was like this fast paced, sword, flashy game. Um, I just think they have to do something different. Not a Neo has come out and we have experienced it. Story wasn't like the greatest draw, it was the gameplay. Um, really having like a real. And in here, they're doing the same thing where the draw is the gameplay and not the like story, and it's not like really focused. This is like all over the place. You can you can cosplay as anything you want to be. You don't necessarily have a specific character in that way, um, where he has like dedicated morals, because morals are like his his morality and everything is aligned with his, his customs. Like I don't see that. So let's see. Hopefully, it's good. Um, didn't want to spend that much time on Wulong, but, uh, there was some other stuff that I also saw at the Tokyo Game Show. Anything that you guys saw during the, um, time frame that you want to jump in and discuss? I know, uh, Jalen, 
you said you wanted to, you said you're going to take that lean on that Sonic Frontiers because, you know, I ain't going to say that because you always got, you think I'm always talking about you. So I'm just saying, go ahead and talk about the game you enjoy in that Tokyo game. <laughs> what you want to say, man? Go ahead. Speak your mind. State, state your name. Like, nah, but, uh, nah, man, that Sonic Frontiers, like, I'm, I'm a huge Sonic uh, fan. Like, I go way back with Sonic. You know what I'm saying? Sonic, greatest game ever. Not this point. But I, I give Sonic... Sonic been having his, like, ups and downs and stuff with Sega and all that type of stuff. I mean, he really ain't heard anything good about Sonic, like, collectively since, like, Sonic Colors or whatever. Um, but, I mean, Sonic Frontier is, like, my, my opinion. Like, I'm excited for it. It's a different take on Sonic. Um, at first, I was a little bit... I'm still a little nervous. Don't get me wrong, but... I was a little bit more nervous because, I mean, you know, Sonic's supposed to be, you know, a Sonic boom. Like, he he real quick or whatever, but the open world just didn't catch his, like, speed, I guess. I mean, Sonic run fast, like, but the open world just didn't catch that. Um, at Tokyo Game Show, they showed another trailer. The trailer looked at a lot better. Um, I'm not, like, the best. I don't have the best eyes like Deontay do because, you know, all the TVs and pay attention to a lot more detail and stuff than I do. Um but he was saying there's like a lot of pop in and all this type of stuff that was going on. I mean, it's an open world game, so those things might be there, but they want to try to minimize it and stuff like that. But um, honestly, it kind of looked at like a, I said, like a, like a fan made Sonic game. It didn't capture things, but seeing Tokyo Game show the game, it, there's still some sort of confidence in me, but I'm still a little nervous about it just because it's still an open world game. But um, they had like, I, I think they had, a, they had a couple of different environments. I'm not tripping, right? No, they, yeah, they're they're different worlds you can go into. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they had that, you know, Sonic always gotta incorporate some form of like chaos emeralds and like supersonic and stuff like that. I seen that in there. I don't know, usually that's like in game type stuff where you do stuff within the game to go obtain supersonic. It looked like they kinda had that a little bit in there already, so I don't know how special supersonic will actually be within the game. Um, this is just all speculation, right? Um but I mean, I feel like the game, like I feel like Sonic was interacting with the environment. It looked like the environment was a little bit more lively. Like there's stuff going on, and it's not just like a blank canvas type world, and you just running around through grass and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it still got some of that look like a fan made Sonic game a little bit. Like some of the, it, it do look a little clunky in like some areas and stuff like that. Whether it was the way the camera move or switch frames or. You know, just different things like that that, like, draw you into the game. Like, you know, if the camera is, like, smooth when it look in versus just, like, going there and then stopping abruptly, like, mm-hmm. so what are y'all, y'all kind of get what I'm saying a little bit. No, I get what you're um, saying, like, smooth yeah. animation, yeah. transitions, all that. Yeah, that, that stuff make the game feel a little bit more, like, lively versus just because some of the other Sonic games did stuff like that, and I'd be, like, catching that and stuff now that I'm, like, seeing other games and how they do things. But overall, I mean, like I said, I'm... Ain't no Mario-level animation. <laughs> yeah, I was That's about to say, sure. I, I, would, I would love if it had something like that, because I think those little things could help out with Sonic and stuff like that, but I don't know what's wrong with Sega and what type of divide and battle they be going on there, because I swear they just be in that mode, like, hey, hey, we should try this, so th- this is a different take, so I'm, I'm yeah. cool with that, but, yeah. the a lot There are different problems that they have at Sega, but the main one is they their game's always unfocused, and this like the first trailers all seem like that. Like the game is very unfocused. They have a lot of ideas that they're putting in here, like open world, but it's still fast and you have combat and, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, 
at least what I can say is that even if their games are unfocused, there's generally one or two like parts of the game that are like really, really good. Like um Sonic Generations, for example, like the story was terrible and the the Werehog levels were awful. But uh the daytime levels were some of my favorite in like the more recent Sonic games and like really, if they just did that, in which they they kind of did more of that in uh, what um, generations? Um, oh, what did I say? Sonic Unleashed was the the one with the, the yeah, Sonic Unleashed. Yeah, my bad. Um, but yeah, generations they came back, did a little bit more of that. I didn't like the two D Sonic levels, so see, see, that's like hitting fifty percent. Like fifty percent, I like fifty percent, I don't. Um, I don't know. At, at least I might check it out. Um, uh, we'll have to see how it, you know, as we get closer to launch, hopefully they can win me over. But uh, I'm at least interested, more interested now after seeing all the positive um, impressions about the game. Yeah. That's kind of how I left it, too. I was like, um, it'd be cool for them to really have this, like, strong polish on it. But as long as the gameplay is fun, I truly wouldn't care. Um and like I said, they have the ability to go to different types of areas on the island, like this desert area. They they probably gonna have the staples: desert, forest, snow, and um, probably some type of rainforest, something of that nature. Uh, and lava, lava. Oh yeah, <laughs> like the lava area. You know, like a- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, lava in the city area. Yeah. <laughs> Like they're gonna have the staples there, um, which is fine as long as they do them right and like it's fun and, and engaging. Like I don't mind going through small dungeons like in Zelda where you have like these very cool experiences one time. Like if they have those scattered around the world, I'll be more than happy to run around and try to find those and and play them. You know, um, like they don't have to be so elaborate, but they can be like fun, cool little dungeons that you go through. And maybe, maybe one of the key things is how you fast you can get through them. And like, maybe that unlocks something. Maybe that allows you to get to a certain area. There's plenty that you can do with speed. So as long as they harness it in the right way, I don't, I'm fine with playing it. I just don't want it to be like, um, a dud of a game where it comes out. It's obviously coming out with right alongside God of war, which, (laughs) I have no idea why they're doing that. But uh, the same day, and there's different audiences, of course, but even the audience that may want to have picked this up is going to be enticed to pick up God of War first. So, um, Yeah, even still, it's bad marketing. Like, nobody's going to hear about Sonic because God of War is out. Yeah, it's not like nobody's going to talk about it. Nobody's going to experience it in that way because... Who's reviewing God? Uh, unless they get it a uh, two weeks earlier than God of War, who's really going to be sitting around playing this when God of War comes out? No one. No one's going to even be talking about it. They might have somebody put out a five minute video talking about the game, but it's not going to get just do that it deserves because um, <laughs> Dana going to be on there. Yeah, you know, uh, they, they, the way they did the rings. <laughs> <laughs> Not gotta advocate for Sonic. Man. That's, my, that's my boy. He said the way they did the rings this time that you know that y'all go up. Hopefully, it's a it's a, a good review. But yeah, I mean, I'm 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 excited for games in general. Um, I might pick it up if 
I don't know. I don't know if I picked this up, to be honest. I might, though, because uh, there's only a few Sonic games that I have played through, and most of the time I enjoy them, so I don't have a bad history with Sonic, like y'all. Like, Sonic Mania was one of the ones I played, and I, like, really enjoyed it. Um, but, and and that wasn't really, like, a part of Sega. They kind of came in at the bad tail end, I thought. <laughs> At least that's what, I, that's what I heard. Yeah, they had some uh, third-party help. Yeah, yeah some third-party help for that one. So, um, yeah, I mean, I didn't play any of the other ones, so I'm interested in seeing how this do, and open-world Sonic seems pretty fun to me. So, yeah. Any last thoughts on Sonic before we move on? Yeah, make sure I get y'all Sonic, man. Support Sega, man. Do it for Mr. Music <laughs> Naka. Nah, just like, nah, <laughs> Sega. Uh, yeah. Um, Tokyo Game Show had a lot of stuff, but didn't also have a lot of stuff at the same time, which is very strange. But they had a lot of Street Fighter Six stuff where they revealed every character. Um, it was, it was going to be doing, it's 18 characters. So um, it's going to be Ryu, Ken, Zangif. Uh, Dalsum, or I don't know how to say his name. I think it's Dalsum. Uh, e Honda, Blanca, Gil, Chun Li, Cami, which is great because that's all I care about is Cami. Uh, Yuri, um, uh, Luke, DJ, Kimberly, Jamie, Manon, Marissa, Lily, and JP. I don't know. After I, Yuri, I think half I of them are all new characters. Yeah, I don't know who DJ, Kimberly, Jamie, Manon, Marissa, Lily, or JP is. Um, but everybody at the top, I know, outside of E Honda, which I think I've heard that before. But yeah, he's been in. He's like yeah. a sumo wrestler. Oh, okay. Then yes, gotcha. I think his name's like E something very strange, um, or German. I believe he's a German. I don't know. But anyways, the um the roster is there. It's gonna be eighteen characters. First one is starting off. That's a that's a that's a decent list. Um, it's not bad. I thought it was going to be like 12 or 13, to be honest. I didn't think it was going to be <laughs> 18 characters. They usually always start off small, man, and they make you wait and wait. But 18 characters seem like a pretty Yeah, they're going to have a lot of the DLC, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So 18 is a pretty decent size. A lot of, you know, new faces. Um. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight new faces. Um. Which that's good. I mean, that's a good that's a good mixture of old and new. Um, hopefully, they provide you know steady updates and steady you know new 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 players. But uh, Street Fighter Six is going to do what it's always done. It's gonna it's gonna sell decently. It's gonna be a very big uh, moment when it comes out. Um, hopefully, they can just keep the momentum. Um, I really want to see what they, what type of hooks they trying to do to kind of get people to keep playing. Last time it was to be able to, you know, be able to unlock characters by just playing the game or using points. And they also had other things. So I want to see what the hooks are. I haven't read much on this game, to be honest, because, um, I just know I'm buying anyway. So at that point, I just play it and kind of see what's all new. I don't have a reason to kind of look up stuff and, you know, search things because I'm not deciding on whether or not I'm getting it. I'm just deciding on whether or not it's going to give me a hook to continue to play. Um, yeah. 
Are they you- have their their whole single player element going on. I don't know if I'll get it because like I don't play fighting games that often, um, especially by myself. Um, but they do have like a strong like single player or at least online element where you like create your own character. And you can customize the moves um, and go fight people in like the open world um, and do challenges and stuff like that. That sounds really cool. I, I mean, that's cool. I like when games have extra modes like that in fighting games. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, though, I don't I don't like custom characters in fighting games. It's like like I'd rather just use like Cami instead of like a Cami clone. But it, it really just depends because a lot of times it's like it's very limited what you can do, and like I don't like that. Um, so I'd rather just have the original character. Uh, but I'm happy that at least they have that element, and that makes it more uh, interesting to me to maybe get. Um, because I would have something to do other than just going online and, like, fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's just a hard thing to kind of... Um, I still ain't bought Guilty Stride, and I've been wanting to play it. But I just know I'm more... I'm more excited for these characters and the little stuff that they do sometimes to make me interested in, like... Uh, a fighting game is enough for me to say, yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Play, I'm gonna buy it. Um, but I would love to see what they hooks are to kind of keep people playing. Um, I know you just kind of mentioned some of that stuff. A lot of that stuff sounded really cool, especially the customization of a character and kind of playing through them with that person. Um, I would really like to see how that works online. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's really interesting and. Um, like I said, I don't they they're not they're not fighting to get my dollar. They're fighting to kind of keep me playing it because once those games come out and they start to take off and a lot of people, the, the pros and everything start playing it and like the normal general crowd dies off, they are no longer fun to play because it's just like a lot of really difficult people to fight in the online and I just I don't play with nobody at home so I just don't and I'm not interested in continue to grind and, and grind to become better so if they have a better hook for the normal and the average player uh, which it's really hard for fighting games because that is what it is you you're fighting you're you are developing yourself to be better at the game it's nothing that you can do to make yourself better um or you, there's nothing, there's no other strategy outside of head up fights. Like there's no strategy behind, oh, if I'm not good at this, I could try this. I could be a support character. There's no element of that. It's you against the other person. If you suck, you just suck and you're not going to have a good experience. So how do you get people to have a good experience and do other things and still reward them in a way that they feel like this engaging enough to continue to try and get better? Um and it can't just be focused on your friends. It has to be something that they actively are doing to make the game enticing. So I'm looking forward to seeing what that may be this time around. Maybe they don't care to do that. Maybe they just care about their own core audience and that's enough. But I think in most companies, they want to expand. They want to make people come in. More people come in and continue to play. So we will see. Um, but yeah. I mean, obviously, there was other stuff that happened at Tokyo Game Show, but they were very small, like the Yakuza series. They got like three new games um, announced. Um, Were you a big fan of Yakuza games, Josh? Did you like them? I played uh, Like a Dragon, um, the more recent one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't like their gameplay because they're kind of like beat-em-up RPGs. You can Mm -hmm. just go around 
doing side quests and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's the cool. Uh, they have really good stories though out here, and like uh, for what I've seen of Yakuza Seven, like a dragon, the story mm-hmm. was really good. Um, and it seems like they're continuing it because for Seven they had like a new character. Um, so they're gonna bring him back, and they're gonna bring back the original character uh, from the other games. So, um, I think it'd be good. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's not my type of game. Gotcha. Yeah, not me either. Um, I'm, I'm assuming Jalen, which have you ever played one of them Yakuza, Yakuza games? Uh, I think I I think I had one of them, but it was like the um was it like a remake like as far as like Yakuza Zero or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I forgot what it was, but it was one of the games that was free with PlayStation. I played a little bit of it, but it just didn't like resonate. I don't know. Get, 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 yeah, get your yeah, attention. yeah. Now that makes sense. I will uh, say that um I don't remember what they said this one's gonna be, but uh the old games were beat em ups but yakuza 7 is a rpg like they they literally said it's a dragon quest clone <laughs> oh so i think for 8 they might keep the rpg elements cuz uh people really enjoyed that of it oh okay well um there was some other stuff that that kind of got announced there was this new rpg from this uh chinese indie developer called the awakener um, looked interesting enough. Um, like they had some cool areas. It was this one game. I forget what it's called. I think it was called like um, Ashfall. It looked it terrible, but a lot of people were. I mean, I think IGN might have like <laughs> like one of those things where they kind of like uh, it's like the game of the month or game of the the month or something like a highlight because they kept talking about it and it was just getting trashed in the comment section like they were talking all oh, yeah, stuff about this. it um and it was just getting it was like it, it was like it's like this like division if division didn't have a budget and it was it was like yeah like that <laughs> and i was just like dang man what's going on with this game so i looked it up and yeah it's bad so um I don't know why it's getting so much coverage maybe it's one of those like i said i think it's one of those games it- kind of talk about it and get like exclusive yeah stuff. you said it's like a chinese game it's it says it's net ease and uh, net ease i think they're like a huge like mobile game developer so they just got a bunch of money and oh uh i mean it could be fun but yeah it it, it does not look good from its trailers nah it looks great division uh on mmo um yeah yeah it looks scratchy man so um, it, like I said, it had a lot of stuff surrounding Tokyo Game Show, but the Tokyo Game Show itself didn't have much going on. Um, obviously they were talking about how, you know, Deathloop is coming to Game Pass and all that stuff. And it's getting like an extended ending, uh, which is cool. Um, and they, 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 you know, they had other stuff that they were talking about. They announced like others, like Forza Horizon update, Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear Strive is finally coming over uh, to um, Xbox. I don't know if it's going into Game Pass. That would be really nice, but I don't think it's going into Game Pass. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and, uh, yeah. So that they, these games are finally getting a release date for um, 
the Game Pass and or not Game Pass, but Xbox, and that's cool. But um, overall, these games have already hit their stride elsewhere, so I don't really see them taking off on Xbox. It's just nice to have, and if it goes to Game Pass, it goes to Game Pass, and that's when I'll play it. Um, but outside of that, that's pretty much Tokyo Game Show. Um, there was a lot of like again uh japan based games there a lot of stuff that was meant to be to 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 appease that audience and um it was stuff that i saw that i enjoyed and i thought was cool um but most so it was a lot about um it was it was just a lot about the the additional things that were being added like the resident evil 7 dlc i want to play um even though i don't have resident evil village anymore because i sold it i should get now i gotta buy it again um hopefully it's hopefully it's worth it it looks like it's gonna be worth it and i actually followed the story in resident evil so maybe i just watched online but i'd rather play it um but they had showed gameplay for that so yeah um that is the tokyo game show but i did want to give some time to kind of give our uh fortnite expert i would call it um some time to go over the new update because that is fresh um but so fortnite chapter three right chapter three um uh chapter three season four chapter three season four um just was announced and released and my guy josh has some thoughts so uh, take it away, Josh. Uh, yeah, so I finished up the, the last season. Um, they do you know, like four or five seasons a year or whatever, but at the end of every chapter, like they do like their big event. This is not like the big online event like they always do. It's just like the next season uh, mm-hmm. to prepare. And uh, the main thing is that they change up the island. They put in some like new weapons, uh, new battle pass, all that stuff. For this one, it's themed on like chrome where it's like the this liquid or whatever is infecting parts of the island and turning everything into metal um and kind of like i guess it looked like a metal cooler um but the it's interesting because like i like i said to deontay earlier i thought it was gonna be small additions because like a lot of games they don't like to like change up the meta too much with like these updates because that kind of brings a lot of backlash like they prefer classic gameplay and stuff like that but this one they added uh so the chrome uh can go on any building and there's items that you can get to throw it and like make chrome and basically what it does is the building is now industry that wall is indestructible or it's like very strong so you can't break it but uh if you go up to the wall you can walk like walk through the wall because it's liquid metal it's kind of like walk through a fog gate in um dark souls uh, so that, that changes the game a lot. I don't play the building mode, but um, you would imagine like the building mode now people can just walk through walls. Um, the second thing it does is there are certain weapons that have chrome on them now. Uh, they're now upgradable. You know, you mm-hmm. do, do enough damage. Uh, it upgrades to the next rarity or whatever to so you can do more damage. Um, but the main thing is that they took a lot of ideas from Splatoon in which you can put the chrome on yourself. And then when you sprint, you like turn into this little blob on the ground and like swim around. Um, 
and you move a lot faster. You can like double jump with it. Uh, you can uh, jump onto like a chrome wall and like go through the wall. Um, and so it, it makes the movement like really crazy. You have a lot. It's a lot faster. You can you can get on top of buildings a lot easier. Uh, you're harder to hit because your hitbox is now this tiny little puddle on the ground. Uh, and it lasts like a, a long time, like a whole minute. And when you pick up the item, you have like five of them. So you can just keep doing it. Uh, and in my opinion, I feel like that changes up the game a lot. I don't know how the pros and stuff feel about it. They might be upset or something, but, you know, unbalanced. Uh, it's It's pretty interesting. And I like that the game was able to like go like that crazy with uh its new mechanics um so we'll we'll see the the season just literally started earlier today um so i don't know how it's going to be the other thing that i'll say is that personally i'm enjoying it because i'm like a new player and i'm not like a longtime fan but i feel like longtime fans are so far not happy with this season and i think it's mostly to do with like story stuff because <laughs> they made um uh everybody favorite girl uh brie larson uh you know captain marvel she's like the main character of the battle pass uh and in everything i read about this game is just people complaining about it uh so uh we'll we'll see how controversial it is uh, but so far i think it's it's pretty fun uh what Stuff that you watch about it, uh, Deontay? Well, I saw that um, the the Chrome stuff that you were talking about, which is really interesting. And I I was kind of thinking, I was like, well, yeah. First, I was thinking, well, do you think they make more changes in Apex? And I was like, yes, because everybody can use this thing versus one character. And um, it kind of does change the flow of everything versus that it touches versus like one character being having a bunch of different mechanics that could impact the way you play a team, you know, like everybody has this thing. So it's going to probably have way more impact on Fortnite than it would ever on like an apex legends game. Um, but the most things that I saw, the biggest thing you know, was the whole Chrome stuff and how you don't take damage or it like gives you like a Chrome buff or whatever um, that allows you to kind of, you know, negate a little bit of the damage at least. Um, I saw that they were did the Splatoon splat stuff, which I don't know. <laughs> Fortnite just loves to copy people, but it's funny um, at least because if it's a cool mechanic, then why not? Um, and Splatoon's like you know turning into a blob, running through the walls, and being able to go under and through stuff is like really really cool. Like. Ever since I started playing, when I originally played it, I thought it was like a, such a cool thing, a, a concept wise, like go up walls with it and like get over obstacles with it and slide and, you know, move faster. It's yeah. like, it's very simple, but it's like very satisfying to do play. So, and um, Splatoon still does it better because you mm-hmm. can't shoot while you're um, in the, the chrome mode. You got to come out of it. Um, yeah. Where Splatoon is, you can kind of like. Dip in and out and keep shooting. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a whole like it's like the, like I said, it's mechanics, like the whole thing. Um, and I and I think what really allows me to kind of um, what allows me to kind of still have some hope for Fortnite is that they they do change up their game significantly in a lot of ways that makes it 
engaging to play. But um, again, I just need them to do a really good refresh on just overall basics, animation, style. I just don't like Fortnite's style right now. I just don't like how they play. Not style, sorry. The core gameplay. Like, I just don't find that loop enjoyable yet. But keep making changes. Keep doing your thing. Obviously, a lot of millions of people enjoy it right now. So you can't just try to feed the masses of one person. But I just really would love to see more of a a honed experience um, on there. And I think they're, they're, they're making the right strides to at least make that uh, a possibility in the future. It may not be the, the closest future, but it's a possibility in the future. Um, and I can see that Chrome mode being used and people making Splatoon maps in there. I can, I, I can definitely see that being a creator mode situation where you got splat and you can <laughs> make Splatoon mm-hmm. games in there, which is crazy. But um, yeah, I think that's, I think it's really cool. Um, I don't with that. Uh, oh my bad. Oh, go ahead. No, I just want to ask. I, I seen a little bit of somebody uh, playing or whatever that Chromo. You might have mentioned it, um, but was they like turning into like a little fish thing and going through the water and stuff too? <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. They were literally, they stole Splatoon's little uh, mechanic, like, completely. It was like, yeah, you you turn into like a blob of of chrome and and swim around. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I I know what was going on. Okay. Yeah, and I can see that concept, like, being utilized in, like, a creator mode where they create more 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 strategically like more strategically copy uh splatoon in a way where it's like different and fun and like and i actually enjoy playing that mode and seeing how it works obviously it ain't gonna be no splatoon but it's probably gonna be fun in like a way where you could probably enjoy yourself in that mode a little bit more so yeah and i'll say um how they do the rollout of the season is is like staggered. They haven't dropped everything yet. Um, mm-hmm. Cause they're in the trailer. There's also like a gun that shoots Chrome kind of like, it looks like a splat gun in Splatoon um, where you literally are shooting Chrome at people. Uh, so as that stuff comes out, we'll, it probably will evolve and become more strategic, but yeah, once people get like hands on it creatively, it's probably gonna be a lot more things you can do with it. Yeah. Um, I just, I just, I just hope it's, uh, I hope they continue to like, you know, like I said, to, to change, adapt and continue to like make the game different. I think that's a really cool way of like kind of moving to the next, evolving the game slowly. But overall, yeah, I'm, I'm really satisfied with, um, this week, like a lot of stuff happened. So I'm, I'm, I was like, really happy with all the news and everything. And hopefully we kind of got through everything and talked about everything, but we are running up on time. So I'm going to wrap it up. Um, but if you got to this part and you enjoyed it, I appreciate it. I appreciate you getting to this part of the episode. If you got to the end, you're the real OG. And I want to thank you for listening as always. Um, anything before we get up out of here, Joshua Jalen, anything you want to remind the people of? Anything they want to look out for? Anything at all? Man, make sure they go, go ahead and copy your, uh, yeah, copy your Sonic. 
uh, support Sega and uh, go ahead and type your Destiny characters in uh, Fall Guys. Oh, uh, they leave in like two days. <laughs> uh, the Fall Guy characters leave in two days. What about yeah. uh, Fortnite? They already left. Uh, Fortnite left. Yeah, I think they might still be in Destiny. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. Interesting, but yeah. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, appreciate you watching. Wherever you find this at, you can find this on YouTube at BCD Universe, but you can always find this everywhere on where podcasts are hosted. Um, trust me, we're there. I want to thank you guys for listening, and I will talk to you guys in the next one. Peace.